0: We are in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10 and verse 19, and we're looking at deeper truth number six, confidence and caution. We must never forget the audience for Hebrews, the initial recipients. They were Jewish converts to the Christian faith who were beginning to return to the Old Testament covenant. Some were further along in this process than others. That was the main reason for the title of the book, Hebrews, calling them back to the messianic faith that complements the Old Testament but does not involve new legalisms and human-created rules for religion. Thus, the author of Hebrews brings us to a tension point, now encountered a third time, the tension between our complete confidence in God and warnings that we must not take that confidence for granted. God was warning the wayward that there was danger in returning to a dead faith, and that there is danger for us as well. But as we will see, that tension between confidence and caution can lead us to the goal of our faith—deep, lasting transformation— We will see the transforming power of God in the many examples of faith when we get to chapter 11. But right now, I'd just like to read a few verses of Scripture from Hebrews chapter 10. Sometimes it helps to hear it read instead of trying to just read it. Okay, And now we are brothers and sisters in God's family because of the blood of Jesus, and he welcomes us to come into the most holy sanctuary in the heavenly realm, boldly and without hesitation, for he has dedicated a new life-giving way for us to approach God. For just as the veil was torn in two, you remember that? Jesus' body was torn open to give us free and fresh access to Him. And since we now have a magnificent high priest to welcome us into God's house, we come closer to God and approach Him with an open heart, fully convinced that nothing will keep us at a distance from Him. For our hearts have been sprinkled with blood to Im- to remove impurity, and we have been freed from an accusing conscience." Now we are clean, unstained, and presentable to God inside and out. So now wrap your heart tightly around the hope that lives within us, knowing that God always keeps his promises. Discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them towards acts of compassion, doing beautiful works as expressions of love. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together, as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate the day dawning. Then the author of Hebrews again speaks of judgment for those who engage in deliberate sin. But note the important emphasis is upon the person being judged for returning to the laws of Moses, and thereby showing contempt for God's Son, Jesus. God will judge his people, chapter 10, verse 30 states, and it is a terrifying thing to come under the judgment of the living God. That's verse 31 of chapter 10. Does that sound harsh? But listen to verse 32, and the tears in God's voice as he recalls their past life of following Jesus. And this is from chapter 10 and verse 32. Don't you remember those days right after the light shined in your hearts? You endured a great marathon season of suffering hardships. Yet you stood your ground. And at times you were publicly and shamefully mistreated, being persecuted for your faith. Then at other times you stood side by side with those who preach the message of hope. You sympathized with those in prison, and when all your belongings were confiscated, you accepted that violation with joy, convinced that you possess or treasure, growing in heaven, that can never be taken from you. So, don't lose your whole bold and courageous faith, for you are destined for a great reward. You need the strength of endurance to reveal the poetry of God's will, and then you receive the promise full, in full. For soon, and very soon, the one who is appearing will come without delay. And he also says, my righteous ones will live from my faith, but if fear holds them back, my soul is not content with them. But we are certainly not those who are held back by fear and perish. We are among those who have faith and experience true life. And there it is, another deep truth. Live by faith not fear. That's in verse 38. We have faith and experience true life. That's in verse 39. Next time, we will explore transforming faith, the faith of many Old Testament heroes. But the pattern underlying their faith is remarkably similar to what we experience, a process called transformation. This is Brother Don.